Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Turtle and I are going out to dinner. You two better behave while we're gone. And most importantly, no improv. If I hear any yes and, you're getting the back of this hand. Well, Vince, it looks like we've got the Kame house all to ourselves. Yeah, we do, Aaron, and you know what that means. It's time to throw a banger of a podcast. We're Kame House Party, the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. We're going through every iteration of Dragon Ball, episode by episode, and performing improvised scenes based on what we watched. And you don't have to be a Dragon Ball super fan to enjoy the podcast, because each week we do a one-minute roundup to catch everyone up so you can enjoy the latest and greatest episode. Yes, and... What the shell is going on? They're doing improv all over the Kame House. They even put on flannel shirts. We're Kame House Party, part of the Moonshot Network, with new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't close out a promo while I'm yelling at you. Finn. What's up, Riley? Is this a safe place with no judgment? Riley, this is not our intro. <laughs> I, I just need you to promise me that this is a safe place where I can maybe say something. That, that this, I, is a, I, mm, this is a safe place where we are recording and we'll be broadcasting out to <laughs> tens of listeners. And I do want to warn you, I, I cannot help but judge. That's as much as I can give you. So, do you accept these terms? I accept these terms. And the answer I, is yes. So, Andrew, I have a, I've got a really annoying fire alarm in my kitchen. <laughs> okay, it, it's constantly going off. We were boiling noodles today, and it was going off. And I, I don't know how to fix it. I and, and so. Do you have any idea on how I can weaken my, my fire alarm or how I can go shopping for like a mid good fire alarm? I need a worse fire alarm because it goes off constantly, dude. It's every fucking moment. Whenever I boil water, whenever I cook anything, I have an induction burner, Andrew. It's not even gas or smoke. I don't know what to do. Hey, 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 Riley. Yeah. Is this a safe place free of judgment? <laughs> yes, Andrew. Baby, I promise you. What's good? So when we hosted for Christmas, uh, we did have a moment where my in-laws looked at the ceiling in the kitchen and said, oh, that's weird. What are those two screws that are just sticking out of the ceiling? And I had to look them in the eye and say, oh, that's where the smoke detector used to be. 
we we took it out because we were out of batteries for it. I had to say that to my in-laws, uh, the people who who in the eyes of the court uh, gave me their daughter. <laughs> You know, for safekeeping and for safekeeping. to have and to hold. It's and Andrew, it's, it's 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 it makes sense, you know. Like I, I understand why a smoke detector is important and why you probably want one that's sensitive. But I'm tired of this life, man. I I yeah no I I I did have to look at them and say, well, we did we did we ran out of double A batteries. <laughs> to put in all of our uh, our our Christmas lights, so um, we have Christmas lights now, and we don't have a smoke detector in. Uh, <laughs> mathematically speaking, the room that is most likely to be on fire. Now, a it's most likely to be on fire while someone's in there, right? <laughs> Nothing's cooking while you're not there. And B, you took the you took the batteries out of the fire the the smoke alarm to put in the Christmas lights. No, no, I I. <laughs> I had a stash of Christmas lights, and then uh, we realized that our house doesn't have external outlets. Uh, yes. So when I went to put in, we, when we went to get Christmas lights, we had to get battery powered ones. And so all of my stash of batteries <laughs> went into uh, Christmas lights that, frankly, looked terrible after three days. Uh, <laughs> turns out you need an outlet to run lights. Um, but but i i let i got rid of i I, we finished our stash and then i'm like december 3rd when when the i had first off i had multiple fire alarms it's not the only one i took down i had two started chirping at the same time and i didn't have batteries and we were busy with something (laughs) where i was like look as a temporary measure i will just remove these and take the batteries out so they shut up and then we'll just replace the batteries and fix them later. Because I already, mm-hmm. I have already done. Our house has a lot of fire alarms. I, I <laughs> it's one level. It's not like a super huge house. I feel like one no, in the kitchen and, and one in the hallway. You're good. Every room has a fire alarm. It is, are they not carbon monoxide detectors? Are they fire alarms? They are fire alarms. As I'm saying this, I realize we do have a carbon monoxide detector in our basement. But we probably want more than just that one, don't we? Because <laughs> that's a gas that rises, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. So it won't stick around the base. Andrew, have you been seeing visions recently? <laughs> I, I haven't. And frankly, uh, what is it? It's an odorless gas that, that kills uh, silently. Like, all right, that's a decent way to go. No, it's not. not. I'm not it's planning the one that makes on you it. see the hat man and start tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> i do love that post of wait when did i change my name to poison jr or whatever <laughs> um yeah i i now that i'm saying this no but they are they are fire detectors they're in each room my gut is that uh the the family that had this place before us had multiple kids so i mm-hmm. assume that it, the extra fire prevalence was needed yeah, whether whether it's like legally you need to have one in a kid's room or just like it's a pretty good idea to have a loud thing that yells at you if your kid's on fire. Like, well, I, I I'm looking up in the office right now. I see one up here, so I have one in my office, one in the bedroom, I one in the kitchen. I don't know. If I'm looking around my office. I have the shell where one used to be in my studio. <laughs> I the problem with mine is that like 
when I'm boiling water downstairs and it goes off and then I have to go and I have to wave the towel in front of it for five seconds and it stops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that the upstairs one starts going fire, fire, fire. And it's not, there isn't one. It's not true. <laughs> is, is your fire alarm directly above the uh, oven? No, it isn't. It's above the Island in the middle of the fucking kitchen. It is like the oven is on one side and maybe 10 feet away up is then the smoke detector. And so we have the exhaust fence on, on the fucking microwave, sucking in all that air. We got the gas detector that we have to be like, is there gas? Is there something going wrong? No. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, dude. <laughs> I will say, uh, I, I, before we continue talking any further, I would like to say uh, welcome, esteemed folks of the jury. Um Thanks for checking out Exhibit A in the in the insurance case that Riley is uh, pitching three years from now. Um, I'm Riley to you there on the prosecutor defendant stand. I'm not sure exactly where this falls for insurance claims. Um, I'm so sorry that I'm about to lose you this case. Um, yeah, I was going to say, have you considered moving it further away from your oven? Just because I feel like, and maybe this is bad thinking, but like, if you move it further away, will it take it an extra five seconds to detect smoke in case of an actual fire? Probably. It here's the thing. I don't think those five seconds are gonna be the 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 make or break moments. It's hard. And if wired. they are, you probably were screwed anyways, right? Right. I mean, that is true. But it's this is hardwired. It's not a battery one. It plugs ah. into the electricity of my house. So when I when I ripped it down just now, <laughs> before we started recording, I had to get in there and I had to grab the wires and yank them out the back of the thing, throw the battery out, and now it's sitting in the back of the coat closet where it's slowly dying. <laughs> but so, so wait, is, is is it hardwired or is it battery powered? If you it can had take a it backup down. battery and it was hardwired. Ah. And so a hard okay, wire, in, when in, it goes in off. In the closet, it's just like, hey, holy shit, now there's a fire and a power outage. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my like, turn to shine. <laughs> it's going, I'm dying. I'm dying. Somebody please. <laughs> I almost took it out to the garage. It was just like, I'm going to throw this into the backyard and just kind of let it perish out there. Like, I was, I in my heart, when I pulled it down, I was like, I'm going to smash this thing with a hammer. And I was like, I can't. That was it. Did you hear it? I, I, yeah, I heard it. This motherfucker. Hold on, Andrew. I'm stepping away. Chat, if I heard that, chat, hi, podcast listeners. If I heard that correctly, it did <laughs> it sound like me, multiple. It heard me talking shit, Andrew. Riley, was it, was it a single beep or was it like multiple <laughs> beeps in succession? That one was just a beep and then it went beep, beep, beep. The beep, beep, beep is end of life. We did it, baby. We did it. <laughs> we did I'm, I'm, I, I had to replace my carbon monoxide monitor earlier this year because I did. it did go off in a way that I was like, huh, I've never heard of these talk before. Uh, let, me, let me Google what this is supposed to sound like. We have I would compromised to a permanent end. I would double check, but I do believe... I do believe that when it when it beeps repeatedly like that, that is an end of life. Please replace me alarm, not a battery out alarm. Let's go. You're gone. You're dead. You're pieces. Fucker. Chat, if you know 
Jesus, I'm broken. Listen. Riley, I just did the same thing while you were gone. Fuck, <laughs> Riley, you stepped away, and I said, "Chat, I want you to know that I." And then I said, "Fuck." <laughs> I just called you on chat, listener. Hey, if you know how to find a okay, not good fire alarm that plugs in hardwire, let me know. Or Go if you have Home any Depot. suggestions on what's happening here, also Go let me Home- know. Go to Home Depot. Be a dad. I, I have it, but I'm I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna be like, hi, can I get a low quality fire detector? And they're gonna go, what? Because <laughs> like, every time I Google it, how do you fix a oversensitive fire detector or smoke detector? It says, oh, it's probably old. And I'm like, I bought this motherfucker when we moved in because they didn't have one. We thought that was Wait, fucking hold, weird. Sorry, hold on. You bought the one that I'm telling you is end of life. Well, because we just unplugged it. But yeah, we bought it. We bought it when we moved then, in. Okay, then it. then no. Then okay, if you just bought this, then no, it triple beeping is probably not end of life. I would Google what the chirps mean. Uh, I will do that. Like we bought it, I unplugged it. It's downstairs right now, and we like all that. We bought it in May when we moved in because they didn't have one in the kitchen, and we were like. That's fucking weird. But now, after putting one in the kitchen, we realize, oh, it's because it's a monster. And maybe that means that it's just the positioning or something. I don't know. I In my old apartment, I did have one that used to go off every time I opened the oven door. Um, whenever I oven out <laughs> the hot food out, it um, the the thing would go off. And to the point that, like, uh, I, had a, I had a system ready to go where I was like, hey, say, look if sam was in a in session i'd be like hey warn your client um because mm-hmm. the thing that you want the most in a therapy environment <laughs> is for a loud emergency alarm to go off <laughs> but i was like the, the, i'm sorry i'm cooking dinner i need yep. to open the oven i can't uh-huh. get around that there's a part of me that wonders like this is not legal advice. This is not legally binding. Uh, this is, it, it, hi, Exhibit B. <laughs> exhibit back. B in my court Welcome case. back, members of the jury. It's good. To, I'm glad you're I here I hope you again. all downloaded this episode individually to get those download numbers up. <laughs> um, I do kind of wonder if you could, like, block it. I was thinking about that, putting, like, a but sock I, on it I, or something. I, I, I truly, I, I feel like... <laughs> I was thinking like getting one of those little fans that you get at Disney World and just taping it to the ceiling in front of it and whatever I cook just turning it on so it's blowing air past it. There's a there's a there there's listen. The 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 real thing here is that I feel like if you burn your house down and you have acted on my advice to to take out your <laughs> smoke detectors, I am in some ways legally liable for there, whatever there happens. Are, there's more smoke detectors. We've established it. The smoke will go uppies. Can you say directly into that microphone that Andrew Sherman is not to be held accountable for any <laughs> fire-related injuries or damages that have occur to you or your possessions? Andrew Sherman is to be held accountable for any fire-related no. damage that happens. All right. In that in that case, Riley, you should do correct thing. You should take your fire. You should go to Home Depot. You need to get yourself a new fire alarm. You need to follow the manufacturer's instructions and uh, and install it correctly. And then you need to suck it up, Buttercup. 
Yeah. Okay. I will do that for sure, Andrew. I I will do this thing. That is <laughs> my that is my legal advice. <laughs> hey, Andrew, do you have a podcast suggestion for me? I do have a podcast suggestion for you. I I need to get a real real winner of a podcast so that I can uh, get these legal debts paid off that I'm incurring <laughs> in about three years. I love that you've given me three years. Thank you for that. I, I, I deeply appreciate it. I'm not looking forward to the TikToks in the future that are going to be like, hey, did you hear about that podcaster that died in the fire? And this like, is what happened the week before it got uh, posted. They'll be like, it's hey, a wait. backyard podcast, guys, right? And they'll be like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's... it's <laughs> People way less funny. Um, Riley, I got a I got a podcast here for you. Yeah, what do you got? This one comes from Juliet. It was inspired by a chat in a different a different Discord. Quote: Murder must die. End quote. Murder must die. Does that mean anything to you? <sighs> Reads to me like a uh, a audio fiction, a noir, a Johnny Dollar type setup, where we are a. Where the two of us, all right, Andrew and I are going to do an improvised. Com- we have to accept that we're improv comedians at this point, right? Like that's I the, hate that's it. The thing, whenever whenever you hit me with this, sounds like an audio <clears throat> drama to me. I'm just like, okay, let me write a script then. No, and that's why I've thrown that out. Yeah. We are doing a every episode <laughs> improvised mystery <laughs> where Wait, you and this I. Is, so is this like uh, like a Murder Town or whatever? Did I, you see that Night Vale? No, I'll no. You tell me your idea. I'll tell you what Murder Town is in a minute. You and I, Murder Must Die. You and I are we are the lead detectives in a TV show called Murder Must Die, and every every week we come in and we improvise a twenty two to twenty four minute episode of us running into a crime, solving the crime, getting you know firefight or something, and it's funny. Bada bing, bada boom. We do it. We're done. We, it runs at the Annoyance Theater on Belmont uh, every Tuesday at 6. Uh, come on. Tickets are five bucks and you'll get a beer. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, I uh, No beers. So let's, let me just have the extra three bucks. Um, <laughs> we got to get them in the I'd fucking like to door, make money Andrew. on podcasting someday. Um, so, yeah, you've basically just described Murder Town. Uh Murder Town's a Netflix show where every every week, um, well, not every week, it's a six episode Netflix thing, uh, but it is it's a uh, um, oh the guy that has a podcast with uh, the other cast members from Rest Development. Um, oh, the Shameless Fuckers. Not Shameless, maybe. Smartless. That's it. Smart. Yeah, I was gonna say no. Shameless is a very different show. I, I thought. I actually, I thought you were just giving a moral judgment at first, and I was like, well, I don't think it's that bad. Um, <laughs> Listen, yeah, if I had the, something I could milk, I promise. I promise you, I'd be hundred uh, percent. Joe Joe <laughs> Bluth. Uh, that guy has a TV show on Netflix where he plays like a, a, a mm-hmm. police officer who gets a new partner every week. Where he's going and solving a case, except the partner has the partner has no idea what anything is going on. That's um, sort of funny. Everyone else around them is acting like, "Oh, here's a murder that took place." We're all playing characters, and at the end of it, the the rookie has to like guess who it is. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's a good concept. I like that. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is one of the, the people that uh, I does watched, an episode. I watched a movie. He was in Bottoms. I watched that last night. Is he acting now? 
I I think that he's just kind of like, hey, I can make personality stuff work in a couple different ways. And you know, it it worked. He was good in bottoms. I liked it. Fo- football. Unless you're you're uh, Tom Brady, football lasts like four years tops, right? <laughs> four years tops. You're in. You're out. <laughs> your body is broken. <laughs> It doesn't go well. And he left football because if I remember right, Marshawn Lynch was a football player who didn't want to fuck it. He's like, I don't want to deal with the press shit because the press shit in football is awful and a nightmare. And they like farm you for sound bites. And he was just like, I don't want to do any of that, which like the front offices don't like because they have deals with the new. This is a long way, say, of me saying I I, I was I was supportive of the don't fucking talk to the press. (laughs) Shit that Marshawn Lynch did. That shit was funny. Is he the guy that was just there so he wouldn't get fined? Yes, I believe so. I'm gonna check. I I don't know much. I just know very few, very specific moments of sports history. Most of them don't involve actual sports. (laughs) And I, I. I know an I know an approximate amount about most sports, but I listen to Remap Sports because I do genuinely like that. But the reason mm-hmm. I listen to that is because there's one member at work who calls all the time and is always like, "Oh, how about them Bears?" And like it happened today, where I listen to Remap and then I go into work and I get this phone call. And I just say what Patrick Klepek said, and then the member's like, "Oh yeah, I don't know." He's like really excited about it, and I'm like, "Oh cool, <laughs> I did it." <laughs> I'm providing a I, good customer service experience. I uh, I went to a thing a couple weeks, uh, a couple of months ago at this point, actually, back in October, and I uh, accidentally stole Bear Fan Valor. Fascinating. Um, Tell me more not about accidentally. that. I, so one year at Fantasy Football, I used the Bears defense as my defense for the yes. year. Right? Maybe <laughs> I got a quarterback or something. I don't know. Sam's family, big Bears family. That's um, interesting to me. So they're not from Illinois, right? They're from Chicagoland. But Indiana, right? Yeah. They've got a team. <laughs> Who, the Colts? Yeah, the Colts. I look, I'm not I don't know what to tell you. They're in the Chicagoland area. They'd rather be associated with Chicago than with Indiana. I'm they're not right to they're I'm right to say to it, judge. they're right to do it. I'm happy for them. Yeah, I'm not here to judge. Um so I I was especially Sam's dad, big big bears guy, mm. and so one year for Christmas they got me a bear shirt, um, which I very embarrassingly said, "Oh, cool, the Cubs," because <laughs> um, the logo's a big C. My bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just Chicago. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "Look, I have them in fantasy football. I'm not actually a sports fan," um, but I was like, "Great, thank you very much. I'm excited for this." So, whenever I go to visit them, I usually bring this shirt with me and I wear it, right? You are a very kind person in a way that I am not. <laughs> um, It's a gift they got me. It's one shirt I don't have to think about. Because the rest of my... Frankly, I'm not. Uh, the rest of my wardrobe is just shirts where I'm just like... I don't want to explain <laughs> this. I don't want to <laughs> explain anything on my shirt. So, it's either going to be solid colors or uh, or that. <laughs> um, and so we went to some event like a barbecue fest thing a couple months ago, uh, in in South Carolina with the rest of her extended family, mm-hmm. and it was a hotter day than I was expecting, so I wore that shirt instead of 
like which I brought as like pajamas basically. But yeah. I was like, fuck it. We're going we're gonna be outside. It's ninety in October. The world's in a great place right now. Uh I guess I'll wear this. And multiple times that weekend, <laughs> I got punched. You got punched? People would like punch me in the shoulder and be like, hey, bear down as they're walking past. (laughs) (laughs) And it took me longer than longer than I'm, you know, happy to to admit. Uh, It took me a while to realize, oh, it's because I'm wearing the Bears shirt. I was just like, why the fuck is the town of. Why is this such town and such a place? Me? Why is this town just like aggressively attacking, punching me in the street? <laughs> Fuck it. But like, I realized what was up, and then it kept happening. And I was just like, every time I was just like, hey. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, bears are down. <laughs> Yeah, bear down, dude. Yeah, dog. Grrr. Like, I don't know what... Don't roar at him. I don't know what your fucking quote-unquote culture is. <laughs> you, next time it happens... Here, I can, give you, I can give you enough talking points that I've, you can... I've, like, I've retired this shirt. I'm no longer wearing it <laughs> in public. I... Hey, that is amazing. That's a. That's I was like, funny. shit. I would rather explain baseball than be punched in public. I a if I get a shirt I don't like, it doesn't matter who it's from. I'm never wearing it. That thing is slowly inching towards like the back of a closet somewhere, and then it will vanish. That is just the person I am. So you are mm-hmm. kinder than me in that you make a concerted effort <laughs> to say, "Hey, I'm gonna wear this thing you got me." B when you said I don't want to explain a shirt, something clicked into context for me, like clicked into clear clarity. And it's that, yeah, I forgot. Or I guess I didn't realize you are a novelty shirt guy. I don't like to be referred to in that way. (laughs) I'd like you to, I'd like you to say more so I can defend myself. You are a guy that likes a shirt that has a joke or says a thing. You like, uh, I'm going to get this shirt to fuck with Marn. It's going to say their her fucking Tumblr meme. I, I, gonna- I, okay. Okay. I will. Yeah, I will. I will buy a shirt for the bit. Um, I have actually uh, uh, moonshot audience. I'm about to blow your minds. Uh, I have a couple different shirts that I bought and only wear for moonshot related things, which explains why I only see you in them. There, this makes sense. This makes sense. Yeah, I don't. You're telling wear, me, I, you, you're yeah, telling me that I can't build a direct understanding of your life and how you live your life of, from streaming events. Weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Riley. I don't wear my toga pee button up shirt as general. General daily wear. I wore the Baja Blast shirt to work. <laughs> I know you do, and that blows my mind. I've not, I've never worn mine. <coughs> I made it, and I don't think I've ever worn Fuck. it intentionally. This is great, actually, then, to get this confirmed that you are not a novelty shirt guy and that I was wrong, because then that means I can, I can slowly back away from the cart that I had filled. <laughs> so say, that, that being said, I do have, like... 
I, I'm much more a a nice design that is not obvious guy. <laughs> like I I I like those Pokemon button downs or whatever. Like those are not obvious. Right. <clears throat> if 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 they made those for people my size, I would have bought at least one or two of those because uh, I, I like the looks of those. Mm, um, I also did. Uh, I will find, I, I will say, uh, part of my problem is that as a person of the size that I am, uh, it is much easier for me to find like gaming t-shirts than it is to find a lot of other styles of clothing. Um, not really a, 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 a moral statement, just a statement <laughs> of fact. Mm-hmm. Um there is a lot of like, I don't know. I I I bought a one or two baseball shirts that I thought were fun, but not like. I I, I don't want a shirt that says in bold letters, "This is a shirt related to baseball." Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you're not a, gonna not gonna get one of the ones with like a, a character on it. Right, but I have like a um like I have a a Krabbitat sweatshirt. Mm. That is like, okay, this is nice. Uh, one time someone was like, so what is the Krabbitat? And I was just like, is a Fuck, now I have to explain my shirt. It's a batat. Well, what, yeah. what I've always gone when people ask, like, oh, who are the Chicago firefighters? When I wear my jersey on sports days at work because I don't have any other jerseys. Uh-huh. I, that's not true. I have two other jerseys, but I just can't wear sleeveless ones to work. <laughs> I always go, oh, it's a smaller Chicago baseball team. See, I I also think that you are just more comfortable lying to people in everyday settings. That is very true. I forget that for some people lying is hard. <laughs> I I I don't think that lying is hard. I just I have to have a a multi-decade long relationship with my stepmother, not stepmother, my mother-in-law. <laughs> and so I need to pick and choose where my lies go. Uh, where my lies should be is um, I should have had a better thing prepared for why doesn't my daughter's kitchen have a smoke alarm? Um, I should have lies there instead uh-huh. of, oh, it's a because the thing is that I would say, oh, it's a it's a Maryland baseball team. And then Sam's mother would go to her and say for her next around Christmas, she would say, what's that baseball team Andrew likes? Well, you, that and is Sam why... would say none of them. And she Which would is... go, no, Andrew likes that crab team. And it would take Sam a minute because she doesn't think of fake baseball teams when someone asks her for a real <laughs> baseball team. And then we would have to figure out together how we explain to her mother that I don't really... Frankly, you can't find crabs merch now. And frankly, I don't really want crabs merch. It's okay. I'm picky. Is, I bought the ones I wanted. It's a defunct small Maryland baseball team that my friends got into. Defunct. Bam. Does it. Not going to find nothing from them. My friends got into it. Okay, cool. So it's a friendly thing. <clears throat> you... You underestimate my mother-in-law's propensity for small talk <laughs> and, my, and how much she's willing to avoid it because she loves small talk. She will talk to anyone about anything in a way that is, uh, frankly, terrifying to me. 
I don't want to talk to anyone about anything unless it's being recorded for a podcast. I'll talk to my own mother about MILF Manor. I don't want to talk to anyone about the weather. <laughs> See, my thing is, my in-laws all just know what baseball is to the point where they still do check in and go like, yeah, how's baseball going? I go, it died. And they go, oh, that's sad. Is it coming back? And I'm like, no. Like, well, is anyone else going to do something like it? You really liked that. And I'm like, no. <sighs> yeah, you you like talking to people about yourself and your interests. <laughs> Have I told the story about my mom and Yu-Gi-Oh on this podcast? <laughs> Please, Andrew, we got we got 10 minutes to burn, baby. Do you, do you know the story I'm talking about? It doesn't ring a bell, so I'm ready. When I was a child, I was explaining Yu-Gi-Oh to my mom. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And she kind of just like, and I do want to say in the kindest, most loving way. <laughs> That's not good. I know my mother. My mother is not. My mother's not terrible. Uh, please do not write in the comments about how bad my mom must be. Like, I like my mom. My mom and I are cool. We hosted a podcast together about MILF Manor. So uh, take this where it is. But at one point, uh, my mom did turn to me, kneel down. So she was a little you know, elementary to middle school, Andrew's level and say, I'm sorry. I don't care. (laughs) I am glad you have a hobby. I am glad that you are liking Yu-Gi-Oh. I am never going to care about this in the way that you do. And I'm sorry for that. That's that's so fucking genuine. And she was right, and I get it, but it does, it has led me to be a person who, in every conversation I have, am hyper aware of how interested the other person I'm talking to is in having that conversation. And so, I don't want to go up to someone and say, let me talk about baseball." A thing that I will describe in a single sentence of which you will understand none of the words. You'll understand baseball. I don't have that in me. And so I'm very like, I don't like to talk about myself or things I'm interested <laughs> in because I understand that they're niche. Is really where I am when it comes to like stuff like that, which is why when it comes to t-shirts, I'm just like, oh yeah, I don't need to. I don't need I don't I don't need to wear clothing that asks questions. <laughs> clothing that could pose a conversation. I need my clothing to say no thank you. <laughs> oh fuck. My, my clothing should my clothing the statement I want my clothing to say is he dressed himself. Wow. Good job. Good job. Look at him go. <laughs> this guy's out here in his shirt. <laughs> I recently there's a there, we have like a a works a work clothing store and you can wear the work t-shirts with jeans every day but if you don't wear the work t-shirt you can only wear jeans on Wednesdays or Fridays or whatever and I've gone through and I've I just bought because you get $50 on your birthday and $50 on your work anniversary and I haven't mm-hmm. bought much so I now have like a hundred something dollars like $200 of work Bucks to spend at the co- work script to send spend at the gift oh, shop. Oh, the company store. Yeah, 
And so I just recently bought nine shirts that are exactly the same, just in different colors. And I think I'm just going to start storing them at my desk to just, all right, I'm putting on my work uniform and I'm going to put it on. And now I'm here. All right, I'm leaving. All right, back to the tank top. I'm out of here. I have a, uh, I have, okay, I will buy the same shirt multiple times. Mm-hmm. If I like it a lot and I'll do it in the same color in the which same Sam color says is crazy, but the same I color say, is a little crazy, <laughs> but it's, I've picked the best color. Why do I need other colors? If this is the one that I like the most, <laughs> if I get the other colors, it will just make a hierarchy of care of of colors that I care about, and what's going to end up happening? So if it's what, blue, what's red, up yellow, happening is you're dressing like a cartoon character. If it's blue, red, yellow, <laughs> you have the same fucking shirt every day. You're on model. Look at you go. <laughs> inevitably, I will just wear the blue one a lot, and I won't wear the yellow one much. Eventually, the blue one's going to have to get washed, and good news, fucker, you've got a yellow one now. Eventually, the blue one's going to get washed, and good news, <laughs> I got one. How often are you doing laundry? Uh, we we do it at a regular pace. <gasps> That's not a number. <laughs> that is not a strict time. I'll, I'll give once a week because things are in flux. I think that's fair. Once a week, that's uh, how much we do laundry. I, I will, I will support that. When you, when you answer a direct question with a regular amount, what I have to assume is Andrew has a mountain of blue t-shirts stacked six feet high and is working through them. And when that thing gets to around knee height, he's like, "All right, time to go throw the throw throw the color catcher in that damn." machine to get it going listen i'm just saying that when when i was a when i was a kid my mom would buy me two of a shirt right uh-huh. and i would like one more than the other one and then i would wear that one and then i wouldn't want to wear the other one and so as an adult i just bought two of the one that i like it's it's easy <laughs> I'm sure if I went on BuzzFeed and fed all of this into some personality uh, personality checker thing, I would get some answers that I'm not super comfortable getting into. But, like, I know what I'm about. We, we hit a point near an end of an episode where, like, you have been telling us st- one of us is telling a story enough and then like the other continues to laugh and it's like the finish him comes up on this screen. <laughs> it's like, all right, bring home, bring it home. And then the high ho can hit. Get ready. Get the button inputs. <laughs> up, left, 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 up, 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 down, down. Hi ho! Hi ho!
adaptations. Ever watched your favorite book become a movie and said, huh, well that certainly was a weird decision? Of course you have. Hollywood is constantly making changes for their adaptations, and this podcast aims to answer the question of why. Join host Emma Shannon and a different guest every month on Unnatural Selection, a new Moonshot Network podcast, as they talk about a film, its source material, and what makes an adaptation good, faithful, and less commonly, good and faithful. Check out episode one, coming to a podcatcher near you on February 15th.